Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Psalm 121, I love the Psalms. I had someone tell me one time, said, I can read them Pssalms, I don't get a thing out of them. I thought, we, we, we on different teams. Uh, how can you read this and not get something out of it? It sets my soul on fire. Glory to God. I feel the, uh, the helper has showed up. Psalm 121, if you found it, shout amen. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth even forevermore. Father, I love you and I thank you for the night, for the chance to be in the house of the Lord. God, uh, our number may be few, but the spirit is strong. Uh, we, we're, God, we're praying that depended on you to get our people better. God, that they could be back in the house of God. For Lord, you are our helper and our strength. Uh, I pray you bless this word to the benefit of our people and to the... Uh, to exalt our Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray you'd fill my mouth and guard my tongue. I'd be accurate in the scripture. And I pray, God, you'd be pleased with what's done. We've heard the songs. Glory to your name. Holy is your name. God, we'll stroll over heaven one day with you. Praise the name of God. So, Lord, bless this for thy sake. I'm asking in my Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. I want us to consider them two words tonight, my help. Now, we've got a lot of things that we depend on to help us in this life. But my real help cometh from the Lord. My help is from the maker of all things. Let me tell you tonight, friend, if he made heaven and earth, it's no problem for him to help us. When we see this, some of your Bibles is like mine. It's going to say a song of degrees. That literally means ascent. It's a song of ascent. Now some thought that this, this particular psalm, this song might have been sung as they were going up to the temple. But if this is of David, the temple hadn't been built yet. But the tabernacle was there or the tent that housed the Ark of the Covenant. And at the Ark of the Covenant was the very presence of God. With that ark near, the word was on the inside. The mercy seat was on top of it. The blood was on the mercy seat. And the cloud was nearby. It was the very place of our help. When they would start to ascend up to bring the sacrifice in Jerusalem, they would see the high place being their help. They knew if they got the sacrifice to the place Bless God, 
where the blood ought to be that help was on its way. Can I tell you tonight that the blood's still in the place? <laughs> hey, it's not moved. It's still on the mercy seat. And help is on the way. We have help available to us tonight. It's available 24-7. Let's examine these verses quickly. They're going to lift their eyes to the place where the help comes from. We can't depend on politicians. We can't depend on governments or kingdoms. I'm telling you, our help is only going to come when we lift our eyes to the one who can provide the help that we need. There's been different times in every life in this room that we've needed his help. There's times when we're sick. There's times when we're down. There's times when a loved one dies that we need his help. I'm glad to report tonight I have experienced those things and he has yet to fail me. He's brought me and given me help. Every time I needed it. I'm glad that we can still lift our eyes. That has not changed. This is as applicable today as it was in the day the psalmist wrote it down. Verse number 2 said, My help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Do you believe that tonight? Do you believe that he just spoke it and it was? Do you believe that he hung this earth on nothing, spun this thing she'd been spinning? He stopped it a time or two. Just Either that or he put the sun out. I don't know which one it was. Or he made it burn longer to make the day longer so they could fight. But he said he moved it back one time that the sundial would. He'd say, what is it? The old king said, what is it? If it goes forward, he said, have him move it back. Don't you know that's the God? <laughs> That could take a hold of this whole world and spin that thing backwards and make the sundial go backwards. That's the God. That's my help tonight. He made the heaven and the earth. He made everything that is. There's not been a virus, a pox, an illness. Nothing has come our way that God doesn't have his hand and control of. He can stop it in a moment's notice. help comes from the Lord. He made the heaven and earth. I like this. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. Now, the psalmist seems to be speaking to himself here. He says he's not going to, he's speaking to others, but he's he's speaking, uh, uh, if you would, to himself as well. He'll not suffer thy foot to be moved. Now we know that uh, there's been several times that, 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 that trouble and chaos and things have erupted in the lives of nations and men and individuals. But you know what? If God, if God so says, you'll be here a long time or you might be here a short time. But God has a permanent place for your foot. I'm telling you, and nobody can move it. Death might come my way tonight. I don't know. I don't know when it's coming, but I tell you what. My foot's on a sure rock. He he set my foot upon the rock and established my goings. He won't allow it to be moved. Behold, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. You know what that, that now, now, if you look that up in the English dictionary, 
it's going to call, they're going to say that it's, it's the same as sleep. But in the Hebrew, it means this. It means to, to, to grow weary or unaware. It means to, it means to kind of doze off, if you would, but not in sleep. You're not asleep, but you're just not paying attention. Hey, that's, he, he's not going to do that. You know what that's saying about us? In every detail, in every area of everything that goes on in our lives, our Lord is aware of it. <laughs> You're not in that place by yourself or in a place that the eyes of God isn't upon you. He knows everything. He's walked through the valley. He knows our troubles and our trials. And bless God, he doesn't slumber. He doesn't nod off, doesn't quit paying attention. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I heard the old preacher tell his story. He said that something was awry in the church. He was uh, just dealing with a bunch of stuff and had him all upset. His wife is upset, his house is upset. The church wasn't going good, and the people in the church is upset with each other. Said he'd set up till about one or two in the morning, a fretting with it. And said he'd come across this verse. And he said, Well, bless you, Lord. You don't need to go to bed, but I do. You never sleep, but I need to. So I'm just going to go to bed and sleep, and you just take care of it. He said, It's amazing. The next day when he woke up, things had been ironed out. The waves weren't near as high. The wrinkles had been washed out of the sheets. He said, the Lord gave me a good night's sleep and took care of it <laughs> while I laid down and slept. Isn't that good? He doesn't slumber or sleep. I'm glad that he don't. He keepeth Israel. Israel's in a mess right now. Per capita, the largest homosexual number in a nation is in Israel. Per capita. It is a large crowd. God can't be happy. But just briefly, before church, Randy and Wade and myself, I told them about something I had read or heard. And it just, it was just, it was... It's something I've read this afternoon, and it said this, true Israel. True Israel. They may have been born, they may have been born in a nation, but they're not true Israel. You know who true Israel is? The one has got the Spirit of God on them. That's true Israel. Now, he is going to, we have been grafted in, they've been broken off. He's going to bring them when the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. He's going to open their eyes and they're going to see that. And then they, all Israel will be saved. Who's that? That's true Israel. But they will come back in. He's able to do it again, Brother Junior. You mentioned that in Sunday school. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. True Israel. So, listen. He's not going to slumber or sleep. He that keepeth Israel. He keeps true Israel. The Lord... Is thy keeper. You know, that's, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm ordained through the Free Will Baptist. I love Free Will Baptist. I, I, we were raised 
for the most part, the Free Will Baptist Church. But that's a lot of the old Free Will Baptists from, from, my, from my era and the ones that I was around. They thought you could keep yourself. We're incapable of doing that. We are incapable of doing it. But he is not. <laughs> he is not. Who's our keeper? <laughs> the Lord is thy keeper. You know why we're accepted? The beloved. We are accepted in the beloved. Without him, we're not even acceptable. But with him, we are not only acceptable, but he keeps us by his hand. Isn't that good? Aren't you glad, praise God, that that's who he is? Watch this. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. I pondered this for a little bit. And, and it doesn't mean as much to us here. Uh, we live in air-conditioned facilities and houses. But if you didn't have any of that when this was written, you know, why the, you know why the cedars of Lebanon, you know why they cut them down when they invaded Israel and they began to cut down the cedars of Lebanon? Because they were like the, the great redwoods of the west coast and they had a canopy and they went inside, underneath, in the shade. It was this. It was protection from the sun and the elements and it was a, nearly a different climate up under the shade of the great cedars of Lebanon than it was out in the desert area I preached about this morning. So with that in mind, with that in mind, it would mean this. Who is he? Well, he's our shade. He's what we dwell under. He has us covered. When you're in the shade, on a good hot day like this, you can walk even in this little area of trees next door. You can be standing out on this asphalt and walk off over into that hill underneath them trees, and it feels like the temperature drops 20 degrees. But you know what that is? That's our protection from that. He is our protector. And the shade is this too. It covers you all over. You get under the shade. There he is. He's our protection. He's over us. And the right hand is the hand of power. You know who's seated at his right hand, don't you? You know whose arm has been revealed? You know the one that is our helper and our shade? Praise God, don't you glad? To, aren't you glad we can dwell under the wings of the Almighty? Hallelujah, we are under the shade of God. What a blessing it is to reside under the shade of the Lord. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. In, in ancient days gone by, in uh, this eastern climate, they thought the moon caused moon exposure to the moon. Some of them were under the pressure. Tradition taught that it caused disease. And the sun, they said that sunstroke was a very common thing in that day. Remember when Elisha had walked by the, the woman of Shunem and she had the little boy? And he grabbed his head. He was out in the field with his daddy. And he grabbed his head and he cried, my head, my head. You know what they said? A, a lot of the old commentaries think this. It was typical heat stroke 
of that day that that boy suffered from and said it was very common. They didn't, I said it again, they didn't have things that we have today. They lived, they lived in discomfort a lot of the time. And so that, here's what he's saying. He's saying that by the day, you know what? I'll be your cover. Still talking about the shade there and his hand over us. Nor the moon by night, it's not going to hurt you. It'll not smite thee. Verse 7 said, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear, what? No evil. Why? For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's what he does. I don't have to fear the evil. My prayer for this church, my family, this church, a host of other people, uh, is this every day, Lord, out of the prayer of Jabez, keep us from evil. Keep us from evil. My, our children in this church, keep us from evil. Say, so, yeah, but they still got sick. We're still under the curse. But we haven't had a maniac come through the doors and shoot half our church yet. And I don't think we will. I'm praying keep us from that evil. I'm depending on the Lord to do that. Now, I, I love it when my police officers are out here. The car's parked out front, and these boys are walking around here in uniform with guns and badge. I love that. I encourage that. If that scares you, don't be afraid. They're not going to shoot you. But I'll tell you what it will do. Brother Dennis and I are talking about it. When somebody drives up and that police car's there, they're going to go on down the road. Hey, target's too difficult here. I'm going some other place. Praise the Lord for it. Look, but that is the Lord upon us. Keep us from evil. He'll preserve thee. He shall preserve thy soul. He shall preserve thee from all evil. Now we know this. Disease. Discomfort. Death, it comes to every house. Sooner or later, it's coming to every house. It's coming. Someone told me not too long ago, said, I can't believe they died. I said, well, I absolutely believe it. I'm not at all shocked. It doesn't, it, death's no respecter of person. It, listen, it'll come get little people. Come get 33-year-olds. I told that girl, I told Debbie Whittle, that girl need to call her, and she said, have her call her. That's what I told her. I said, you can help her. Why is that? So, so same thing happened to her, that's why. Preserve you, though. Aren't you glad he preserves the soul? The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Now the Hebrew, the Hebrew, in my study, I learned that the Hebrew thought this was in reference to the life of an individual. I think you might apply it to some other things, but... Let's just consider that. The Lord shall preserve thy going out. Where we go? We go out. We're out in the world. We're out to our jobs. We're out to our place. We're at the hospitals, visiting. We're somewhere, funerals. A lot. We go out. God's preserving us as we do that. We go down the road. We travel a lot. God has preserved us in that. He's blessed us. Uh, I forget how many million miles Mike was talking about 
he and Teresa traveling, and he said, you know what? He said, we've never broke down on the side of the road. Anywhere we ever had trouble, we had help. Pat and I were on our way to somewhere. I was going to preach, and we were in Georgia. I might have been going to Florida. I don't know where we was going. But I was, we were going down the road, and all of a sudden, the, the little gauge comes up, air, low, air, air, tire, low tire pressure. I love, there's some things about technology I love. I said, pull that phone out and see where the closest tire store is, and it's not Shadden's. I was a fur piece from the house. She pulled it up, and here's how God works. Two miles up the road, get off, turn left, two or three miles down the road, tire store. Now, you can think that's coincidence if you want to. But if I was going to have a low tire pressure in southern Georgia at 110 degrees on the side of the road with no shade, that wouldn't have been the place to, you know what I had? Pulled in there. I'd have thought I was at Shadden's. That's the truth. This guy come out. He does exactly what you do, Jerry, every day. This guy come out. I told Pat, I said, we're in good hands. What's your problem? I said, uh, I've got a low tire, I've got a tire going down. Back her in here before it goes flat. <laughs> got her in the garage. He said, we'll have you in just a minute. Yelled at one of them boys. They come over there, yanked that thing off, plugged her up, fired me up. $20 later, I'm back on the road. He does that for us. And we don't even know when he does it. You know what he is, Tony? He's my help. He's my help. He's my help in the morning. He's my help at noon. He's my help in the afternoon. He's my help in the evening. He's my help through the night. And the next day I wake up and he's my help in the morning. He's my help at noon. He's my help in the afternoon and the evening. And the next day I wake up and he's my help in the morning. He is my helper. I'm going to lift mine eyes toward the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Lost friend, not so. You're living on his grace and mercy. The devil would have killed you a long time ago if he could have yanked you out of this world. It had been over for you. I don't know there's a lost soul in the house tonight. Everybody in the house that I know looks saved to me. But God knows. So from this time, going out and coming in, from this time forth, even forevermore, the Lord is my help. Is your help. If it wasn't for the Lord, this nation had already folded like a bad tent and it would have been done. But he's made some promises and he's kept his people. And some of our prayers, I'll include myself, some of our prayers for some of them lost people that's on that list. We beg God to save every day. He may be waiting for that. I don't know, but the time will come. He that will, will come shall come and shall not tarry. He, he's going to come. 
just like the day he was born. There come a time when God said, hey, the clock is ticked. That time's at hand. The time of his coming's at hand. Randy asked me if I saw the, the, the Putin, the prime minister of Turkey, and the, the Shah. I don't know what he calls himself in Iran. Ayatollah of Iran, hand in hand. Ezekiel 38, just come to pass right in our face. Right in our face. There it is. And like I agree with Brother Ralph Sexton, Randy has reminded me of it when he said, when it starts, it's going to go breakneck speed. It's going to be fast. It's, it, God's been long-suffering. He's tarried for a long time. When this thing starts, well, Ezekiel 38 right before our eyes. Never in the history of the world, never, has them three nut jobs been together. Never. I'm telling you. Their idea, their idea, the, the imam of, and I don't know if it's a Sunni or the Shia, whichever one, one's more radical than the other, and I can't keep them straight, but whichever one it is, they think that it, it, utter chaos is what's going to bring uh, Muhammad back for them. I thought you boys got the wrong picture. The Lord's coming back for us, and then they can have whatever they want. And they ain't seen no chaos like they're going to see in the final three and a half years when the wrath of God's poured out on this thing. I'm just sorry. Somebody might need to pray tonight. You might be here tonight and you need some help. I've tried to encourage you tonight in this fact that the Lord, people will help you to the best of their ability, but we are limited in what we can do. He is unlimited in what he can do. If you need help, he is able. He is able. Let's stand on our feet. Marcus, lead us in verses. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.